Hello and welcome to the Thrive For You Besties podcast. I am your bestie, Carolina. And through these episodes, you will meet some of my besties who helped inspire me and uplift me in the moments where I needed it the most. And so hopefully we develop a community where we all help each other, share our stories, and you know, just have some fun, get litty, and feel our best, which is the most important thing. Let's get started. Thanks for doing this with me. Okay, so tell us about you, Michaela. I thought you were the perfect person to do this with because you're on your journey. I know that you've been on a fitness journey and you're a mom and a wife. And I think a lot of people can relate to you in regards to like, okay, I have an entire life at home. How do I make time for myself? Yeah, so um, I am a mom of three and a full-time employee. Um, I started my, well, I started a weight loss journey quite a bit of times. <laughs> this recent one I started, um, it will almost be like six months. I'm down from my heaviest, almost 40 pounds. It's pretty exciting. That's amazing. <laughs> the most consistent that I've ever been and I honestly think that's just the key is being consistent with um, your daily life and making sure that you find time to get in your exercising and you know make better choices with your food so what does that look like finding time how do you do it so for myself I make sure to like take care of my household duties and my mom duties first, of course. Those are like the most important things. My daughter usually goes to bed, um, she's 18 months, so she usually goes to bed about 7.30. And then after that is when I will go in our garage. Um, very fortunate to have a home gym garage. Okay, period. <laughs> Girl, I've seen it. <laughs> So then I'll go in there and I'll do my thing after she goes to bed and I just make sure to do that or the days that I'm working from home sometimes even I'll just take my lunch break and just go in the garage and do it then. Um, I think I just really learned to prioritize my health instead of mm, before it would be like my TV shows. Mm. Just making a lifestyle adjustment. Yeah, I mean... It's nice that you have your home gym, but I think there was something really key that you said where it was like, even after your daughter went to bed, you still went and like did something for yourself. Like you did all your household duties, like you did all your responsibilities that for a lot of women probably brings them joy. But then once you were done with that, you still made sure that you like showed up for yourself. Yeah. That's amazing. So when you say like, making better choices, eating healthier, what does that look like? And how do you feel when you do that versus like before when you didn't? Do we notice a difference like in your like your moods or just like your self-esteem? Like how has that reflected in your life? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for myself, as far as like healthy eating goes, I've just been very aware of um, calorie intake. That's basically like what I'm trying to do is just have a deficient calorie intake so that way I consistently lose weight every week. Um, So for my husband, he does the same thing, but he will like calculate straight down to the calorie. Like he texts himself all his calories. Wow. Very, very like 
specific about it. For me, I'm just aware. That's it. I'm just... I just kind of have an idea or like I look at the packaging and I for sure notice a difference. Um, I feel happier, like I don't feel so tired all the time, you know, I don't feel as bloated. Yeah, I mean, of course, like you, you feed your body good stuff, you're going to feel better. Yeah. When was it that you decided to like make this change or was it just kind of something that just came like, you know what, I want like different things for my life or was it like... So I know a lot of people just kind of, or at least myself too, it's just you hit a point and then you're like, I'm going on a diet or I'm trying to fit in this dress or I'm going to like not eat this way for this period of time. Was it something like that or was it something else? Like what brought this on? Well, as I stated before, I've tried this so many times. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to go on a diet and I do good at first and then something would come up and then you just kind of like fall off and you just continue to fall off and go down that path and then you're just so far down and then you're just like well forget it you know um but to be honest with you this time I would say the fact that my husband started (laughs) wow Um, he did it and he was actually doing it for a couple months and then I was like all right fine okay I gotta do this too like well fuck it (laughs) basically I was like I can't be the fat one in the relationship So I was like, okay, I got to do this. I'm tired of complaining about myself and not doing anything about it. Like, just do it. You know, you'll feel better. Every time you've done it and you've lost weight, you felt better. Just do it. And it's nice to also have somebody there with you who's also doing it. Because if he, like, if I'm trying to eat healthy and then he's not, that's hard, you know? So it's nice to have somebody there who is also doing it with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what if your husband falls off and, like, now you're stuck? Like, what are some ways that you can um, suggest that somebody, like, fight that? Is, we're on the trend of, like, working on yourself, but if the person that you share your life with isn't on board, mm-hmm. um, what are some ways to kind of combat that? I mean, that's a good question. As a wife, because yeah. I'm not that. <laughs> I can't help you guys with that, but maybe yeah. she can. I think that's a good question. I, for myself, I have like bad self-control, so it makes it a little bit harder when he's not doing it for me. But I think also like for myself, since I've been doing this for a while now that I wouldn't stop, you know what I mean? Like I would just also like have a conversation with him of like, I'm still going to do this and I need you to respect my boundaries and like don't offer me unhealthy food or um you know things that like we can't also or you can't also like accommodate me to mm-hmm. like if we're gonna go to dinner or something make sure that you're also still have me in mind yeah um I love that you said that that you asked that you would suggest that somebody ask their husband or their wife to um, respect their boundary. Because I think that that's a lot of times like where there's a disconnect. It's like, well, this is your partner. They don't want to sabotage you. They don't want to see you fail. But you have to want it for yourself enough to ask for that support, I think. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm I've been the toxic one between me and my husband too. Like I've wanted to make bad choices and stuff. And he just would straight up tell me like, if you want to do that, that's fine. You go do it. But like, go do it. You know, like somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Like 
I'm not going to participate in that because this is what I'm doing and like I'm sticking to what I'm doing. And like just like a point for someone who maybe like hasn't been introduced to that perspective before. It's like them choosing to respect themselves enough to say, you know what, like, that's fine if that's what you want but that's not what I want and so I'm not going to participate and that's not a rejection to you, that's a rejection to the action. And um, a lot of times we kind of like um, take that very personal and, it, and it's not. And if you're someone who takes that personal, then you're likely to probably like not choose that as something you say to someone because you think it's gonna hurt their feelings or whatever. But you have to think about yourself and like somebody who really loves you, I would think also wants you to win. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So like, what are some examples of some meals that you've noticed that have helped like um, with your schedule with like being a mom and like a wife and working full time? Um, how do you how do you manage that? Like you said better choices. So like, yeah. So for me, like when it comes to food, um, the key aspect in order for me to succeed is I have to meal prep. Like I have to meal prep or else I will get to the point where I'm like, I'm hungry and I just wanna eat anything. So knowing that I have something to just grab that's already made helps me so much, especially at work. Like um, right now I'm hybrid. So I have some days where I go into the office and some days at home. So the days that I'm in the office, as long as I bring my lunch, I'm like, okay, this like, I brought my lunch, this is what I'm eating. And then I'll bring snacks and I know like, okay, I have no other choice to, but to eat what I brought. Whereas mm -hmm. before, I would go out to eat a lot. <laughs> I used to I used to go to school at her where she works, and man, there was like a Panda Express girl. <laughs> Everything, every, and it doesn't help. Like, no hate on my coworkers, but it doesn't help when your coworkers are constantly inviting you out to, and you're like, man, that sounds so good. <laughs> You know, that's that's actually like a great transition to um, when we talk about respecting your boundaries when you're on your journey, right? It's also really important to communicate that to the other relationships in your life. For example, I know for me, I'm Mexican and going to my parents' house, it is so so hard, girl, yeah. so hard. Like my favorite meal is chilaquiles, which is tortillas and salsa. And it's like, and like no carb <laughs> nation. Your mom knows that that's your favorite meal. So she's trying to make you your favorite Yeah, meal, like right? that's her love language. <laughs> and so like talk about really difficult to hold your boundary when you like don't want to hurt someone's feelings or your own, because I really want those chilaquiles, girl. <laughs> but like I know for her, it's an act of service and it's an act of love and she just wants to feed me, but I'm just like, girl, please, Mariah, stop. <laughs> her name's Maria, but you know. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's really important to communicate that. And like, again, the people in your circle, your parents, your siblings, in most relationships, they do want to see you succeed. And so they won't mind accommodating to that, but they don't know that they're messing up unless you tell it to them. Yeah, for sure. So do you eat the chilaquiles at your in-laws? <laughs> no, so obviously, like, um, my mother-in-law watches my kids for me. So when I go over there to pick them up, 
I constantly get asked if I want to eat and I turn it down. <laughs> there will be times though where I'm like, nah, I can fit that in. <laughs> that hey, works. can I get a to-go plate? <laughs> that worked for me actually. Um, but yeah, there'll be plenty of times where like I turn it down, you know, and um, Murphy's mom will ask me, do you want this? And I'm like, no, it's okay. And then Murphy's dad's in the background. But yeah, um, I think it's just also like you have to, like as cliche as it sounds, like you have to have willpower, willpower and just be able to say no and just remember like what your goals are and where you're trying to head. And um, if it doesn't fit into what you need, then you just either don't eat it or if you can make an adjustment to the meal to where it does fit what you need you can also do that oh I love that because I think like let's be real sometimes you just like really want like you really want something that's like really savory or like really creamy like I'm lactose intolerant but you wouldn't know it my sister calls me (laughs) lactose ignorant because she's like girl you pretend to not know and um you know sometimes you just want like comfort food yeah but if you can like make accommodations to yourself and to your goals or even eat that meal but like modify the rest of your day exactly then you don't have to feel like you're missing out. And I think that that's like one of the things we can transition into talking about is like, how do you get away from the diet mentality? Because like I struggle with binge eating. And for me, a trigger is, well, let me start this by saying, if you struggle with an eating disorder, go see a therapist. And this might be a trigger if this is something that you go with, but maybe some people can relate to this where it's like dieting for me was also like a trigger because if I felt like I was holding back from being able to eat food, it worked in the short term, but then it didn't. Yeah. Because I'd be like wanting to eat everything at night. I think binge eating, because I also have an issue with that. I can 100% say that. I think that's where like I failed before in my dieting experience because I would be like, okay, Fridays are my cheat meal, but it wasn't just a cheat meal. It was like, go to the store, go get a pack of cookies, like go get all the things that you've been craving. And because you eat it within like a two hour span, it's fine. It's my meal. But that's not, you know, like that's not okay. That's so unhealthy. And yeah, I mean, I for sure struggle with that. But it goes back to like, um, do you notice a trend? At least for me, it was a lot of like, okay, I'm eating these cookies. I'm not mad that I'm, it's not bad that I'm eating the cookies. It's bad that I'm scarfing down two rows of cookies. Yes, exactly. Because I don't want to stop chewing because at that point it will stop being like the same mouthful. Yeah, so this time, like, I feel like, too, like, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that I'm dieting, but I don't actually feel so much like I'm dieting mm-hmm. this time because I feel like I've ch- tried to make it more of, like, a lifestyle. So I no longer will, like, look at my kids' snacks and be like, I can't have that Rice Krispie treat. I'll be like, oh, it's 100 calories. Okay, I'm having the Rice Krispie treat. You know what I mean? So it's just about... Being like, okay, you want that treat? Don't tell yourself you can't have it. You can have it. You can have anything that you want as long as it's in moderation. And it, like for me, like you know, it fits into my calories and stuff. Because 
I have a huge, as you can tell, I have a huge sweet tooth. I wouldn't know it because we didn't. <laughs> girl, we went out to dinner and we did not have dessert. Girl, didn't mean I didn't want it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's just about like not making yourself feel like you're deprived. You can really have whatever you want. It's just. You don't need to have a whole bag of cookies or a whole case of Rice Krispie treats. You know, it's just, at that point, it's just a snack. It's just a treat. Um, Well, and if you take away the shame in your eating, then you also consequentially, like, take away the the treating yourself because, like, you deserve it mm -hmm. and then you, like, overdo it. Yeah. Because you're, like, compensating yourself for, exactly. like, all the hard work. And it's, like, wait a second. Like, I'm I'm gifting myself these three meals of a treat when, like, I could have just gave myself my one snack mm -hmm. that was a treat. Exactly. And then next thing you know, that sugar just tastes so good. And it's two weeks later and I fell off. <laughs> or is that just me? I don't know. <laughs> no, for sure. You focused on prioritizing yourself. Um, you you didn't like slack off from your household duties. You didn't slack off like giving time to, would you agree, giving time to yourself doesn't mean that you're ignoring everything else? Yeah, no. So what would you, what advice would you give like the mom who kind of like feels guilty or just like tired at what, the end of their day? Like they don't want to work out or what do you mean? Like yeah, like they just feel like, oh my gosh, if I give time to myself to work out, then I'm like not being present for my kids. No, I think that, you know, in order for you to be a better mom or a better parent too, you also need to be able to, um, you know, be a little selfish sometimes. And because I noticed for myself too, like ever since I started exercising and eating better, I feel happier. And exercising has kind of been like an outlet for stress. I am like a huge stress freak. 1000%. Um, I stress over everything. Um, working out has been like an outlet for that for me to get rid of that stress or if I'm just having a bad day, just really any emotion I've turned to working out. And then if you feel better, you're also a better parent. You're happier. So if you feel better, you're a better parent. Yeah, that's how I consider it, you know. And then you don't have to work out every day. You could just, like, I started by just being like, I'm going to do it three times a week. That's literally what I started at. I'm going to do it three times a week, and that's it. Mm. So it doesn't even have to be like you work out every single day. And it, and... To be honest with you, I started out being three times a week for 30 minutes on the treadmill or the bike. I mean, you can give yourself 30 minutes three times a week. That's not, you're really not asking for a whole lot. I gave myself two hours of married at first sight. <laughs> Girl, I can't tell you how many times I've binge watched so many shows. <laughs> but those 30 minutes just sometimes get away from us. <laughs> hey, you know what? You download that Netflix on your phone and you watch it while you're on the treadmill. <laughs> I've done that too. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. That's good advice. Stop making excuses for yourself. Get up, give yourself 30 minutes and it will pay off in your life, in your parenting. So we've talked about you being a wife. We've talked about you being a mom. What about being a woman? Like, have you noticed once you started giving yourself time, once you started dropping the weight, once you started prioritizing yourself, 
has that reflected in your self-esteem, like in yourself? What advice would you give to somebody who like doesn't love themselves in the mirror? Yeah. Um, so I've definitely noticed that my self-confidence has gone up a lot. Like I just feel better. Obviously, you know, like when you lose weight, you just, you feel better. You're, you have more energy, you're exercising and all the things. I've kind of been trying to also not dress in my comfy clothes all the time. <laughs> what does that look like? What is comfy clothes? So my go-to is biker shorts or leggings, exercise pants, um, tank top, sports bra, like straight up every day. But every once in a while, you know, it feels nice to put on that dress and do your hair and your makeup. Even if you don't go anywhere, sometimes it just feels nice to do that. For you. Exactly. I forgot what the question was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hmm. So showing up for yourself can come in the way of doing things for yourself, like your hair, your makeup, even if you don't go anywhere. Yeah. Wear that dress, girl. Get ready for the day that you want to have for yourself emotionally. And freaking take that picture and post that selfie. Like, you know, you feel good. You know there's always going to be a bestie to hype you up. That's what we're here for, girl. (laughs) I love it. So we had our first girls trip for her birthday. We went to Tahoe, and it was so much fun. And that was the first time that we ever went out, and we've been friends for so many years. Oh, my gosh. Ever since freaking um, summer school before freshman year. When Carolina would butt her nose into our conversation. And here I am airing it all. It was just really cool because I've watched her go through her journey and I've watched her like take her little selfie girl in the mirror and it was really inspiring and it just like made me realize like, you know what, there are so many women out here who need to love their body the way that she did that day in the mirror, taking her selfie and saying like, "Mm, I'm going to post this. Like, I really like this picture. That is such a beautiful moment that I wish that so many women had for themselves. And let, I mean, let's be clear, like, I'm not saying that I'm a thousand percent happy with my body. Of course I'm not. But when you have those moments where you feel good and you take a picture and you like it, why not, why not post it? Why not, you know, put that out there? I think it's okay to hype yourself up sometimes, you know? Yes. And it's, and it's crazy. Like if those moments don't come all the time, why shouldn't we take those moments and like step into it fully? Yeah. Right? Instead of feeling like... Girl, if you actually look at my pictures, you will see... You can still see my tummy on there. You can still see, like, the freaking dents from my cellulite, like, on my butt or whatever. You know what I mean? But I still post it. I mean, it's a real body. I felt good. I felt like I looked good. And nobody gets to take that away. And nobody gets to make you feel bad for being confident. And that's, like, one thing that I have an issue with in, like, society or, like, even men. I know, like, in my past relationship, I would get told a lot, like, oh, you're so full of yourself. And it was, like, the very same person that was also, like, putting me down at the very next sentence of all of those things. And it was like, so I carry this shame of if I'm confident or if I'm giving myself compliments, it's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. If I'm posting this picture because I felt pretty, 
then I'm putting it all out there and I'm asking for attention or I'm asking for this or I'm doing this. And it was always something bad. And it's, I just want to take a moment to validate you and tell you that it's not a bad thing and that being confident is not being arrogant and that hyping yourself up is simply giving yourself a moment to love yourself. Yeah. And everybody deserves to enjoy those moments because there are already a lot of things that are against us in the world. Seriously, you don't have to be another thing that puts you down. Mm-hmm. Like our thoughts are our thoughts. We can be purposeful about them, right? But like when, when we have a positive thought, like when we have a good thought. We... I love that, like when you say that too, because there's been so many times where I'm like, I question myself posting that picture, you know, and it's like, why? Why am I questioning myself if I feel good and I look good? Why can't I post it? It's crazy that you even feel like there's a shame to it. Yeah, like am I being too full of myself right now or, you know, it's okay. Yes. And if more of us did that, if more of us felt that way and were open about it and like acted on it, I think it would become much more normal. Mhm. And so that's why I think it's like so important to have this conversation. <laughs> Mom life. <laughs> it's so important to have this conversation because I think like I'm not personally a parent, but I have a lot of girlfriends who are moms. You just have so much on your plate that sometimes... You know, yes, girl, if you're having a good moment, like post that picture, give yourself like a thumbs up, a big old heart and like a, what do you call it? A pat on the back (laughs) or like hug your curves and, um, you know, do that instead of being ashamed of them. Yeah, I think it's important to appreciate you for, I mean, you, I mean, your body, you know, we shouldn't be ashamed of ourselves. And even if you're on a journey, right, even if you do have those like moments where you're not happy with your body, we should still be grateful. I know it's hard, but if you think of it out of perspective, like let's be grateful that like this is the same body that is going to take me to where I want to be. It's so funny because I have so many times where like I look in the mirror and I'm not happy and I'm like, man, I still have... 50 plus pounds to go to get to where I want to be like it's so easy to think that way and then I'll stop and I'm like why are you doing that you've you've lost 40 pounds like you I know that your journey is not over yet and you've still got a ways to go but like appreciate how far you came appreciate how far you came you're choosing to switch the tone of yeah, that thought. Yeah, it's like thought. from the, you know, glass half empty to half full. You know, it, it. I think it's so important to just, when you have those negative thoughts, to just stop and be like, all right, like, why are you being like this? You know, look at how far you came and appreciate that because I may have been in this journey six months and lost this weight, but guess what? If I never would have started this journey, I would never would have lost that weight and I would still be in the same position you're still heading in the right direction. It doesn't happen overnight. Because in those little moments, you're almost discrediting yourself for everything you've learned up until this point. So maybe you didn't see the results right away or like right now because you feel like you went backwards. But even if on the scale you went backwards, you never really 
go all the way back to where when you started mm -hmm. because you still carry all that knowledge yeah. and all that experience. Yeah. And so even if you do start over, you're never starting over on the first step. Yeah. You're right. Give yourself credit for that because now you know how to do it. You did it once. Now you do it again and you do it better. And if it takes you six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, whatever amount of times, like you have an entire life to live. What do you have to lose? I love that. So inspiring. I'm going to uh, be coming to Michaela's home gym. <laughs> now that I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I invite you to follow her. I know right now she's been posting her September calendar and this episode is going to air in September. So follow her page, follow her journey. I think she's been consistently um, putting time to herself on the calendar. It has a little check marks. What is your goal for this month? So like I said, when I first started, I was just like, okay, three to four times a week. And I don't know, for some reason this month, I want to be able to put a check mark in every single day. I don't, I think it's because like I'm about to hit my sixth month at the end of the month. So it's kind of like my little challenge for myself to hit that half year mark, you know? So go follow her, cheer her on. And if it serves you any bit of motivation to have a bestie who is there to support you, you know, see what she's up to in October. And then maybe we can do a competition. You know what? It's important to have a good support system. And the more people that you can share this with, the better, I think. And um, maybe not for you because you're on month six and you're already <laughs> like in your in your moment. But hey, I wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for like other people like I have other people that I follow on Instagram that they post their workouts and I'm not gonna, there's been so many nights where I wanted to be lazy and I see them post that and then it gets me up and it gets me doing it. And then I've even had a friend that's been like, you're motivating me to get started. And so she joined like a gym and she's doing it now. So it's, it's a nice little community to be a part of to, you know, get everybody motivated. No excuses, 30 minutes, if that's what it takes, put down the uh, Married at First Sight. <laughs> or put it on your phone while or, you work out. <laughs> period. But get that shit done. Put in the work. Anything else you want to add? What's your Instagram handle? Where can they find you? It is underscore Michaela Plus. And I'm going to tag her. It'll be in the, um, in the podcast notes for this episode. Feel free to reach out to me or reach out to her, you know, anything that you have a question about or if you just need a little bit of inspo, I'm sure she would not mind if you reach out with questions. She's kind of an introvert, but at this point, we're all, <laughs> at this point, we're all besties. Don't tell my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so hit her up, follow her, and um, I will catch you on the next one.